This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favourite shows. And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big, short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Muscup and it is deadline day. It's quarter past six. I am on the early shift of deadline day. Um, as you can hear in the background, I'm trying to scrape my car because there's been a big frost. Thankfully, it's not going to be so cold when it comes to Newcastle United's transfers. There's going to be a record-breaking transfer fee in, in Miguel Almiron and potentially two loan signings also to come in from the continent. It's a, it's a rarity, isn't it, in the giant transfer, transfer window that Newcastle United fans get this much joy this is going to be a special podcast taking you throughout the day from the journalist perspective so stick with us thank you very much so it's just gone half past seven and we're expecting the deals for Miguel Almiron and a couple of players to go uh, through hopefully this morning but another news uh, Ki Sung Young has announced his retirement from international football he thanks uh, the fans gives his great gratitude for all their support down the years and says it was a great honour to play for South Korea just a little bit of news aside from, from transfers really um, but yeah and we're just really expecting um, Ami Won to be completed later today along with a left back as well so so far all positive news so you might wonder how it works. I'm doing the live blog. We have our reporters checking out stories, talking to their sources as well. But for once, it's a positive transfer deadline day and everything is a pretty much foregone conclusion, really. We're just waiting for these deals to be announced. We'll gather the reaction. We'll break the news when it does happen. Um, but also, there could be potential outgoings with, with Jacob Murphy and Jocelyn as well. So for once, it's a very busy uh, day, very productive day on transfer deadline day and after a few years of it not being, we definitely welcome that. Hello, it's Chris Woff here at 8.15am on transfer deadline day and Newcastle United could be a historic day for everyone associated with the club. The 13 and a half year transfer record which has stood since Michael Owen arrived during the summer of 2005 for £16.5 million from Real Madrid should go. Miguel Almiron has been on Tyneside uh, for well, nearly 24 hours now. He's undergone most of his medical. He's been doing the formalities, the publicity shot, and we expect later on today, as long as there's no last-minute hitches, that finally he will arrive in a fee which eventually should rise to around £20 million. But although the Paraguayan is a headline sign, he's not the only one who will be coming through the door. Antonio Breca is also already... Uh, he's been at the Benton training ground. He's here. He's going to join on loan as a left-back from Monaco. Initial loan with a, an option to buy, is my understanding. Andreas Samaras as well could yet come in from Benfica. That deal's not quite as advanced as the other two, and he's a little bit more reluctant than the other two to come, I think, and there's a bit of work to do on that one. Potentially a winger or a forward could arrive as well, although it doesn't seem like anywhere anything is as, as advanced, even though Limbaugh 
has been linked with a loan move as well to Tyneside. In terms of outgoings, if Samaras does arrive, then that should allow Isaac Hayden to finally head out on loan. Villa and West Brom look the most likely destinations if he does go. Also, Jacob Murphy, if a winger or forward arrives, he could well uh, head out. Borough and uh, West Brom are both very keen on him as well, and I think that he will go if a winger does arrive. Also, strange, Hosselu potentially could go. has been interest from China, interest from the continent and if Newcastle can get a replacement then he may well go although I think that that one may be a long shot at this stage also the likes of Ashraf Lazar and Rolanda Ahrens both of them available for loan neither moves been confirmed yet Lazar's been linked with Cagliari I think that uh, that they could well go and if not Newcastle try to offload them for the windows who are still open after today. Also, Cal Roberts is set to join Colchester and also some other under-23 players could go on loan. So it looks set to be a very busy deadline day, both in and out for Newcastle United. So it's just gone 17 minutes past nine. We're still waiting for confirmation of uh, McGraw, Muon and Antonio Brecker, but the understanding is that both uh, you know, moves are going very well. Both players spent last night on Tyneside and it's now just formalities. Um, but there's also the expectation that Newcastle could get in a further two players after that. One name is Anthony Lembombe, um, and, and who plays for Nantes in uh, League One. He, he didn't feature last night for the French side, but that's due um, to uh, an ankle injury caught in the French media. But he may come in on loan. There's no restrictions on how many loan players Newcastle United can actually bring in from the continent. It is two in the Premier League, but from the continent, there is no restriction. Another one is Andres Samaras. Uh, last summer, Newcastle reported to be paying £17.5 million. He would have been Newcastle's record transfer fee had Benitez got his man last summer. Now his contract is up in, up in this summer and he could be coming in on loan. He may even come permanently um, given that his contract is up in a few months' time. That one is still very much on. Um, Exit-wise, there's reports that Hayden could go to Villa if Samuels comes in. Um, Mighty Longstaff has been subject to a loan bid from Berry, but that has been rejected. And Jacob Murphy still gathering interest from West Brom but again that would probably depend on maybe Limbombe or someone else another winger coming in and also Josh Lewis reported to begin an interest from an unnamed party as well so very much ongoing here so it's just after half past ten here and things are really flying for Newcastle United both Miguel Almiron and Antonio Berka are at Newcastle United training ground they arrived and within the last half an hour Elsewhere, the deal for Andreas Samaras is reported to, to have fallen through. The Telegraph are reporting that we're chasing that and just trying to find out exactly what has happened, but that deal does look like um, it won't come off. Interestingly, the Telegraph also reported that a surprise permanent deal is um, ongoing in the background. Again, we're putting in the calls, trying to find out who that is, but um, right now the good news is that Almiron and Berger are just, you know, putting pen to paper. They're just sorting out the formalities. They're both at the training ground. We expect the announcement very, very soon. And, um, yeah, very positive morning so far. So Miguel Almiron has arrived at the training ground this morning on deadline day, looking to complete his deal. That should go through this afternoon. That'll probably be... The time will coincide with, with the US side of things. Obviously, Atlanta United keen to give him, you know, a good farewell after great service for the MLS club 
um, this morning the team are training maybe you'll take in a little bit of training as well uh, Steve Nixon the head of recruitment has been here also um, he went out there in November to speak to Atlanta United to, to get this deal underway it's now been completed pretty much uh, subject to the announcement of course which Newcastle will make uh, later this afternoon obviously Antonio Barreca is also here as well he should tie up his loan deal very soon and Newcastle maybe might sign another couple of players as well on loan obviously the Samaras deal seems to have hit a little bit of trouble as we speak but we'll see what happens going this afternoon the main thing for Newcastle is their record-breaking sign Almiron is here he's smiling and he's absolutely delighted to be a Newcastle United player it's now 20 past 12 and in the last hour or so claims that Newcastle are trying to sign Salmon Rondon on a permanent basis. I'm joined here by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder who's just come back from the training ground, been keeping an eager eye out. Um, Lee, your your view on that Rondon claim? I think Newcastle, you know, they're obviously in talks with West Brom over Jacob Murphy. West Brom are desperate to sign Murphy. Uh, but Newcastle have uh, thrown Rondon's name into the mix. Uh, maybe it's a, a cheeky inquiry to see if they can extend his loan deal. Um, but whether that one comes off, we'll have to wait and see. It would be a sensational move if it was to be the case. Because if they did end up signing him on a permanent, then that would obviously free up one of the loan spaces, which would give Newcastle more options. But at the minute, you know, transfer deadline day, it's always a developing story. Things can change very quickly. Uh, Newcastle at the minute are you know, pushing to get Almiron and, and Bereka done, that that would be progress, and then they can free up uh, the rest of the day to concentrate on other targets. Uh, but they are running out of time now, so I guess you just have to see what happens in the next few hours. So it's just after that one pm, and Antonio Bereka has just signed for Newcastle United, left back from Monaco on loan. Has spent most of the season at Torino in Serie A, but does join Newcastle United and. Uh, Rafa Benitez's chase for a new addition on the left side of defence is is over for now, Chris. It is. Newcastle have signed him on loan with a view to a permanent deal similar to the one that brought Martin Dubravka to Newcastle last season. It's essentially, you could say, almost like a try before you buy if you want. Uh, Left back, you can also play left wing back. It's interesting that in Benitez's quotes uh, on the club website there, he has mentioned first and foremost that he can play left wing back and I think that's important because Newcastle have been looking for an offensive left back. They need cover for Paul Dummett but they also Benitez wants flexibility in the way he can play Matt Ritchie's had to play a left wing back in recent weeks whereas Bereka is more of a natural and that's a Benitez has spoken about his delivery and his quality in the final third which is something Newcastle need to provide Rondon with more goals and hopefully he can provide that going forward So reports that Matt Ritchie the, the hero of Tuesday night against Manchester City wants to leave Newcastle United and head back down south uh, the online Outlet Team Talk reported that. I'm joined here by Newcastle United Mark Douglas. Mark, your thoughts on that? That would be a big loss. Yeah, I just don't think it's it's going to happen. Um, I know that Richie in the summer was looking for a move to Stoke. I think it always certainly people around him were looking for that. It would have been a massive payday for him, um, and that was when Newcastle were quite close to signing. Or, well, not quite close, but they wanted to sign Andros Townsend. So I don't think anything's necessarily changed hugely in terms of Richie. Uh, Richie's position but I think he's he's totally committed to Newcastle um, I don't think they'll be able to get a replacement in for him we sometimes see stories like this happen on on deadline day you know and it's sort of floated as this could happen in the last few hours of the deadline of, of deadline day it's, it's probably because people are making Hi there it's Caroline Foran from Owning It the Anxiety podcast and this is a Staycast from Acast <laughs> 
please, please, please do follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. The sooner we all get on board with these measures, the sooner we will be all together again. While you're staying at home, here's a recommendation for another great podcast for you to listen to. I think we need a bit of comic relief more than ever, so why not try the Two Johnnies podcast, available on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts. Calls all the time. Agents all sort of say, oh, well, this, that and the other. But in, in, ter- in practical terms, getting Richie up to uh, wherever he could go and then bringing in a replacement is just not practical and certainly not at the pace that Newcastle are moving and not with potential for Jacob Murphy to leave as well. I just don't see that. Richie's so important to Newcastle that um, I'm kind of, you know, look, there's no smoke without fire on some of these things, but that is just not going to happen today. So Miguel Almiron has been confirmed as a Newcastle United player um, for what could rise to a record fee. I'm joined here by Lee Ryder, who's been on top of the story for the last month or so. Lee, um, just to see a player of um, not only Almiron's quality, but the player that Benitez wanted to come into Newcastle United, it's, it's, it's great for Newcastle United fans. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. I think it's a sign in that the fans will really get excited about what well, they already are excited about it. Um, you can feel a little bit of a buzz in the city, not just off you know Almiron coming in, but also beating Man City the other night. I think that really helped. Um, but hopefully now, you know, the minute something gets done, the next question is always, what next? When's he going to play? Uh, and hopefully, you know, he will get minutes very soon. Tottenham might be a bit too quick for him, but um, maybe the Wolves game, that would be a, a good debut for him. So we'll see what happens. But at the minute, it's look, they've got two players through the door today. I think people didn't think that would happen, uh, but it, it has happened now. And, you know, whether if they can build on this now with more new faces, then it's been a, an even better window. A lot of talk about the, the transfer fee. Obviously, Mike Lone was the record transfer fee. It's not quite a record just yet because, well, I'll, I'll let you explain to our listeners yeah. what it is, but it's it's kind of, well, I'll just let you explain. Uh, well, it looks like the, the upfront payment seems to level Owen's fee, so that means that the transfer record on paper hasn't been broken just yet. Uh, we're told that if they stay up, there'll be another instalment on top of that, which potentially would break it. And then, you know, maybe... Uh, further incentives down the line on appearances and goals but you know ultimately Newcastle have spent some money and that is a big thing uh, under Mike Ashley it's not it doesn't happen too often uh, it doesn't it certainly hasn't happened in January for a long time so it's it's all positive really and you know people if Newcastle if Newcastle stay up and Almiron gets five or six goals then I don't think people will be talking too much about transfer fees. So it's 25 past four here on deadline day. I'm joined by Lee Ryder and uh, Almiron has already signed. We've just heard about that. But what about potential exits? Jacob Murphy is a name that keeps popping up. Lee, um, do you foresee any developments by the time we get to 11 o'clock at deadline? Will Jacob Murphy still be in your cast United player? Well, he's certainly in the Midlands now. We've seen that. Uh, he's at one of the, the big hotels down there. He's talking to West Brom. Obviously pushing for the move. Whether Newcastle are going to accept it or not. We don't know. Let's be honest, it hasn't worked out for Murphy up here. Uh, we thought he was going to be a really good player coming in. Uh, for some reason, things just haven't clicked into place for him. Uh, 10 million, you know, at the time seemed like a good fee, but it's proved to be maybe a millstone around his neck a little bit. And now, you know, if he, if he does end up going to West Brom, 
I would say that the deal will have an obligation built into it. I can't see this being a straight loan. West Brom will have to commit financially to this uh, to this sign. And we've heard things about Rondon uh, in terms of that that situation being thrown in the mix. Uh, Newcastle trying to extend the loan deal. Maybe they're just trying to push this one through so that they definitely get a fee for Murphy if they got the money back for him. I think all parties concerned would say. Yeah, fair enough. It hasn't worked out, but nobody's lost anything. Do you foresee it might be a, a permanent deal? I think there'll be an obligation at the end of it um, for West Brom to, if he makes a certain amount of appearances, then, then you know, or if he helps them get promoted, then I can see you know potentially being a, a permanent fee. But you know, at the minute, as I keep using the the words developing stories, um, we'll wait and see. What happens? There's a lot of things that can be discussed on deadline day, and some things happen, some things don't. So, but certainly the fact that he's in the Midlands and he's pushing for the move means that we could be waving goodbye. Can you just briefly explain to our listeners? Um, obviously, this is going to go after deadline day, but can you just briefly explain what happens when you see something like that—a picture of Murphy down in the Midlands? What do you do next? You, you know, just explain how how it works from our point of view. Well, it was actually on a little-known uh, Instagram side um, so sometimes we get tip offs for things like that uh, sometimes you just see things w- with your own eyes like Almir on this morning I was down at the training ground and we seen him coming in so we knew it was definitely happening I mean we've been writing about that one for months anyway so it wasn't exactly like we were standing there surprised or scrambling around trying to find out who it was we knew exactly what was going on uh, and you know you get various other tip offs from different sources we always uh, keep those things to ourselves and you know, it can be a, an exciting day, uh, but it's always a long day, and you know things can go on right until the last last minute, and even beyond with with deal sheets getting produced. Um, but I think you know if Newcastle come out with this with the two players uh, they've got, they've done well. If they come out with any more, then it's been a brilliant window. The big question has been from Newcastle fans: Will Miguel Almiron be available? to play against Spurs this weekend. Well, I'm afraid he is ineligible. The reason being that he needs to get his work permit still, which, don't don't worry, there'll be some fans concerned that he won't get it, but it's it's a mere formality. But the issue is that he needs to travel to European capital to get it and and get it in person, is my understanding, and he's going to wait until early next week to do that now with everything that's gone on. So he will not be eligible to play this weekend at Spurs, and it's more likely that he's going to start training with the first team early next week because he can't at the moment with not having a work permit he's not allowed to take part in, in a job yet so to speak but early next week he'll join up with his Newcastle teammates for that it's different scenario altogether with Antonio Breca who uh, is available given that he's from Italy he's part of the EU he doesn't need a work permit he has been registered with the Premier League in plenty of time it needs to be before 12pm tomorrow to be available for this weekend so Breca if Benitez chooses could be in the squad this weekend but given that he've only have trained a couple of days with the first team Benitez may opt against including him or if he does I think it's more than likely he'll just be on the bench but in terms of Almiron I think we're more likely to see him at Wolves a week on Monday uh, and then his home debut should be against Huddersfield Town on February 23rd. Understandably a lot of interest in the Miguel Almiron price tag is it a record is it not his agent has said in an interview that the price tag is confidential um, but he does know it's an important fee, which is very interesting because if you think it is uh, a record fee, they would be shouting from the rooftops. However, one thing that is confirmed, it is the biggest fee received by any club in the MLS, 
which speaks volumes because this is how much Almiron was rated. You know, he was the best player, arguably, in the MLS last season. And Newcastle really did have to fork out a lot of money um, to get this guy. So it wouldn't be Newcastle United without a little bit of financial intrigue at the end of the window. Um, I can reveal, um, I think it's, it's been posted through Companies House as well, that they've struck a loan with Barclays to cover some of the January recruitment that they've made. Effectively, what they've done is borrowed money from Barclays, which will uh, cover the next couple of payments from the Premier League, uh, the January payment, which usually comes at the end of the month. And also, I believe, uh, one of the smaller payments before the summer as well. So that will mean, effectively, that Newcastle had that money to play with rather than having to wait for the Premier League to pay them. And when the Premier League have that money, uh, they will pay instead to Barclays rather than Newcastle United. Uh, it's a pretty standard thing. I think a lot of Premier League clubs do it. Certainly nothing against the rules. It's called an assignment is the, uh, is the official term for it. The Premier League uh, are very much aware of it and have no problem with it. Uh, the bigger questions, I think, for Newcastle fans will be, once again, where's the money gone? Um, they'll also want to know why the club's finances are in the state they're in. Uh, the club accounts won't be out for another few months. So um, in terms of getting actual clarity on that, we'll have to wait a little bit longer. Um, the long and short of it is that they have been able to finance the big deal that Rafa Benitez wanted, but it, it hasn't come from cash reserves um, as perhaps it did uh, in 2015 when they uh, when they went all out and helped Steve McLaren by signing three uh, three players in George Shelby and Ross Townsend and Henri Savé. Um, the club aren't in that financial position at the moment, it seems. Um, and with uh, you know with the relegation of a couple of years ago still sort of causing problems for the club, uh, but they do have money available. They are back, I think, to some kind of financial. Uh, financial uh, shape that will allow them to move forward. But uh, another interesting little bit of intrigue there as well. And another question for Newcastle to answer once the deadline has passed. Uh, I think we are set for probably quite a few interesting little things to come up um, in the next few weeks. I would think that um, we'll hear a little bit more about the takeover and, and some clarity on what happened there and what's going to happen in the future as well. And also, of course, Rafa Benitez's future is an absolutely huge topic which will be discussed in the next few weeks and they have to win some games to ensure they survive in the Premier League. So with just over three hours to go until the window slams shut, Joseph Yarny, the inner 23 centre-back, heads to Chesterfield on loan. Steve Bruce, who's just gotten the job at Chef Wednesday, looks like he's about to sign Ashraf Lazar and Rolando Ahrens. Now, it's, it's an interesting one there, Rolando Ahrens, you know, He's got talent, he's got ability, he just needs to apply himself right. You know, he was a big prospect, got a big contract, didn't he, before he, before he got injured. It didn't work for him um, over in the Czech Republic. So this is a big low move. He could play his way back into Benitez's good books, but it would take something special. There's a little bit of a chance of that. Lazar, not so much, you'd say his career at Newcastle is dead in the water. So, you know, be interesting to follow uh, Rolando Aaron's there at Hillsborough. Uh, Jacob Murphy is the other interesting news. He's down in the Midlands. He looks like he's he's pushing for a low move to West Brom. He needs game time. The interesting thing is, we wouldn't have foreseen Benitez letting him go without getting a replacement in. Do we think he's going to get a replacement in? Be interesting to see. We're not too sure on that one. Uh, obviously, the, the Nets winger was, was touted this morning that deal looks to have gone uh, wayward so that's what to keep an eye on but I think so far it's been a very positive window of view to ask Newcastle United fans at the start of it break your transfer record get that number 10 in that Benitez wanted get a left back in they would have said yeah okay let's have that they would have taken your hand off ideally yes get another striker in hasn't happened yet 
but they have got Almiron in it. It's a big boost. And you have to say, so far, this is this is more than any Newcastle United fan really could have hoped for. So just coming up to about nine o'clock now, Newcastle edging towards the end of the window now. I think realistically it's going to be very difficult for Rafa to get anybody over the line at the moment. I think what we'll definitely see now probably is Murphy heading to West Brom. Um, that deal in the closing stages. Um, Aaron's and Lazar heading to Sheffield Wednesday as well on loan deals. I think they've been quite fortunate to find quite a good move on deadline day. Um, so two or three outgoings and Rafa still in his office. So you can never say never, but time running out. Well, that's Newcastle United's transfer deadline day business done. And in the end, they only got the two deals and that was... Antonio Breca signed on an initial six-month loan deal for Monaco with an option to buy this summer that was completed this morning. And then this afternoon, we had confirmation that Miguel Almiron, who was signed for an initial fee of around £16 million, but should rise to a club record fee of around £20 million uh, from Atlanta United. That's the big excitement. Benitez had wanted potential midfielder, potential winger, potential striker. Uh, but the deal for Andreas, uh, for Samaras, sorry, fell through this morning uh, from Benfica. Newcastle couldn't agree a loan fee, and they scoured Europe for potential wingers and and striker signings, but couldn't get anyone through the door. So unfortunately, those they didn't happen in terms of outgoings. Well, Jacob Murphy did get his loan move to West Brom for the second half of the season. He joins up with with Dwight Gale, uh, and there was also. Uh, Isaac Hayden unfortunately did not get to go because even though he wants to leave because Samaras Samaras did not come in he has accepted that he will be here for the second half of the season Rolanda Ahrens and Ashraf Lazar also went out they went to Sheffield Wednesday for the second half of the season and then Carl Roberts got a move to Colchester United on loan Joseph Yarny also went out to National League Club on loan but basically the most intriguing development of the day for me was the Salem Rondon negotiations which proved fruitless in the end but Newcastle explored the possibility of, of making uh, Rondon stay on Tyneside to extend it longer to maybe he'd sign for an, another year on loan or possibly do some sort of a deal to make his, his stay permanent. Benitez wants him, Benitez likes him. Um, and unfortunately, the numbers just didn't quite add up this time, but Newcastle sources are suggesting that it is something they will look to revisit. I think that that, along with the Almiron deal, says that Newcastle are finally, belatedly, trying to appease Rafa Benitez, trying to convince and give him a reason to stay. Uh, this is just the start, but two signings, he wanted more, but at least the club record deal is gone. They've got his number one target, uh, for the January window, Lee Charnley even said today in, in a statement released by the club that uh, Benitez had wanted him, he, he'd coveted him for a long time is what he said and he said Hello, it took longer than the manager would have liked, finally they've delivered him and I think that the next couple of weeks now it's crucial that Mike Ashley who looks like he's going to be owner in at least the short to medium term with Peter Kenyon not looking likely to come up with 300 million needs, there just needs to be a discussion now where Benitez sits down with them they can present this as a commitment from them going forward. And then Benitez can say, yes, that's the start, but I also need this, this and this. And hopefully they're going to find a way to resolve his medium to long-term future because Rafa Benitez is key for this football club, as everyone well knows. And hopefully this is the first step towards convincing them that he should stay beyond the summer and that there can be a positive future on Tyneside. This is Acast Recommends. 
Every week, we pick one of our favourite shows. And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.